on Tuesday, March 31st. Good morning and welcome to another episode, another podcast edition of The Morning Reboot. We are very glad you've decided to hang out here with us today on the show. Um, whether it's right now, live, Floyd, Josh is, uh, Josh is listening to us. He's uh, working overnights. Hello, Josh. Yeah, hi to everybody listening now, working, yes. uh, working third shift or uh, just going about your day as normal because you're... There's two kinds of essential. There's essential, like we're, we're essential, but then there's really essential. So thank you for being here. Um, if you get away from us, you know I'll hunt you down. You can see my uh, most used emojis, and most of them are pretty grim. Uh, but text Eric to 419-240-1055 to get the podcast link for the show. A couple of headlines to start you off with. Schools are closed through May 1st. K-12 through closed through May 1st. And a third death from coronavirus here in Lucas County. Uh, Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. Floyd, sorry. Tiger King. Are you still only, are you still only two episodes in? Well, I was talking to Emma last night from WTOL. I don't know if I can go on. All right, well, you might need some help. Tacos and Trivia Tuesday, Tiger King, just after 7. The rated game, 7.15. A coronavirus survivor will join the show after 8 o'clock. And uh, some something that I was tipped off to about an event to celebrate nurses and other medical first responders and all in the medical field doing what they can, literally on the front lines. Um, that's later on after 8.30. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It's Eric Chase and the one and only on Floyd Street. It's Floyd. Hi. Hello, Toledo. Are we all, uh, we're, we're all connected good? I think so. I hear a little, I, put- I hear a little bit of echo uh on your end of my voice is anything different from yesterday i use different headphones let me switch over real quick hold okay. on okay okay um in 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 our news segment around eight oh. uh sorry does that sound eight. better yes um in our news hello? yeah i hear you hello can you hear me i can it froze okay are you stuck sorry uh so oh he's got to reconnect He's, uh, there you are. Now you're back. Is it better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much better. Thank you. All right. We'll use those instead. So at five, 6.30, sorry, my times are all messed up. At 6.30, we'll do our normal news segment, and it's the typical rundown. But I found what I, I believe are three fun uh, coronavirus-related stories, and I tweeted some of them out yesterday, but I'm excited to get to them. And uh, if you're not here for that and you don't listen to the podcast, one, shame on you. Two, we'll sprinkle them in. Uh, later on throughout the show. A couple of things to hit here in our, our opening segment. Um, I went to Monette's uh, yesterday. Monette's. Uh, Did you? Yeah, and I hadn't been since two Mondays ago when I when I loaded up just to be on the safe side, not prepping, but better safe. Uh, and the only thing, that, <laughs> it was back to the usual quiet Monday morning around 10 o'clock or so, but they had rearranged. Have you ever been to that one on Glendale? Yes, actually, I've been with my mom before. Absolutely. Um, they've just rearranged the checkout area and the way the store is situated, and they've put like two counters together um, mm-hmm. where the checkout is so they're, so that you're six feet away. And then they've also, because people are dumb AF and refuse to listen, and that's why I am expecting a Metro Parks order from the governor soon because people don't listen. They've put tape on the ground, and they've even spelled out, 
wait. Um, I think that's going to happen today. Like, I just feel it in my bones. The the Metro Park thing? Mm-hmm. I agree. If not today, within the next 24, 48 hours. I, I agree. Um, In fact, I have a, a quick nugget from that in, in news, and if you're not here at 6.30, the governor, uh, during Wine with DeWine, was asked about the, the, the crowding uh, at parks all over the state, and he said we could have an, something along the lines of we could have an order about that in the coming days. And I haven't been... Um, but I know they're, they're, it's great that they're busy, but you can still, and they can be busy and you can, um, abide by the social distancing. So, and this is why we elect these people and this is why they're in these positions. Um, you lose your freedoms because people don't listen. Yeah. It's at this point, it's kind of like, what else do we have to tell certain people? And by certain people, there is a certain group of people. Like, what else do we have to tell you? Right. Like, you can't blame the media anymore because there's legit officials telling you. Right, right. Um, uh, in fact, I'll give you uh, one of these stories, one of these fun stories that we would have in the news segment in about 50 minutes now. So over the weekend, there was uh, there was a surfer somewhere in California on a closed beach. and <gasps> I saw this. Uh Whoever was overlooking the beach, some kind of official called the police and they cited the dude and gave him a thousand dollar fine. And you know what? Good. And let's I this is why you don't want me in charge, because there are people who complain about, you know, the way the government is acting now. There are people who complain about the president. I would I would find that dude. I would find all these people. And I know that it would be a massive undertaking to take like police officers away from like more more fearful crimes and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I would find the hell out of these people. We'll throw it in a pot and we'll give that to either um, people in the, in the health industry or we'll, we'll run a kitty for people who have lost their jobs. If you want to be an idiot and you want to be out there and make this thing go longer than it needs to, fine. We'll find you and give the money to the people who need it. See, here's my thing about that. And he's going to be a repeat offender. Like, that, that, I, I will repeat. It, I'll repeatedly find him. I think after a certain time, three strikes are out. Throw him in jail. I then he'll learn. You know, who's I have, to say he doesn't? He's not sitting on like a pile of money anyway. I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to overcrowd the jails. And I know some people are saying that you know we should be letting some low level offenders out. But you know me. In fact, I I'm going to steal this phrase um, that I heard it yesterday. And I'm going to use this because I couldn't come up with one. Um, we're at a time where. Decisions will will need to be made, and in any other time we'd be like, "That's ridiculous!" Like baseball has to find a way to fit in all these games over the summer, and there's all these wild ideas. Like, you know what? If somebody said, "Let's play a triple header," we'll play three three inning games every day and get all these games in. Any other time, I, I you you'd be locked up for being kooky. Now I'm like, you know what? Nothing is off the table. And also, now it's personal because my birthday is May 28th, so we need to get this together. Let's save summer and Floyd's birthday, and Mm -hmm. um, we'll get to the pandemic throwback song. Love you. Uh, What's up? And good morning, 552 here on the Morning Reboot. Good morning, Mm -hmm. and welcome to the show. Thank you for listening to uh, the station and the show on your smart speaker, Google or Alexa, and you can always get the app if you search Q105 Toledo in the app store that's what I do as I walk around the neighborhood I, I <laughs> can I say something before yeah, we start yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know we don't do shout outs but I have to do this because Nikki works at Kroger so happy birthday Nikki 
And good morning, Robert, who is a ER nurse at UTMC. Thank you. Uh, no, I'm good with shout. I, I'm good with like not somewhere. The, not the not the traditional shout outs, but yeah, by yeah. all means. Um, happy bir- happy thirtieth birthday to our friend Alex the other day. Mm-hmm. She uh, she went from baby Yoda to regular old Yoda. And I, <laughs> I was talking to, and we're gonna get to your pandemic throwback. Pandemic throwback song choices of the day in one second. You can't vote for one of them. Um, you so, can't tell them that because then they're going to. I'm not gonna. We don't need any more Katy Perry, okay? And, and you we, stop that because it just it just kicks the dead bot the, the dead horse of like this girl used to make hits and now whatever happened never worn white or never would wear white. That song was like here and gone. Eric, these songs are inspirational. Finish your story. Anyway, so I was texting with our good friend Alex yesterday, and um, uh, she said, how did the show go today, meaning yesterday? I said, you know, other than, you know, Janet uh, screwing around, um, <laughs> we were fine. She's like, oh, I, I said, did you did you put your hearing aid in, um, get your get your Pedialyte, and, and listen to the show? Because she's, she's 30 now. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's one thing to crack those kind of jokes. Off the top of your head, can you go through the laundry list of problems that woman has? Like, I would not give that girl life insurance. Who, Alex? Yeah. Well, first off, she loves watching news as, like, for fun. Like, it's her favorite TV show. Yeah. That's the first thing. Like, she, like, she was, like, going on 30, but going on, like, 68. She's got mental health issues. She's got a peanut uh, peanut allergy, and I was like, "What's the other big one?" And she's like, "Lupus." I was like, "Yeah, there's no." Like, oh, she does have lupus. Like you're not getting to sixty, and I'm not going to be your life insurer. No she's way. Not, she's not getting any Liberty Mutual. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> uh, pandemic. Colonial pen. That's what it is. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, those Alex Trebek commercials or, yes. or whoever they, they, they're on them now that you see in between all the, 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 the judges and the talk shows. Yes. Pandemic throwback songs of the day. Three choices. We throw it back to a time before the pandemic. What do you got? Yeah. So today I was like, let's do another theme. Let's do inspirational songs-ish. So we have Can't Hold Us by Malcolm Moore, Roar by Katy Perry. I'm looking at you, Mr. Chase. And Safe and Sound by Capital City. That one. What's inspirational about that one? Safe and sound. Get it? Safe and sound. Oh, I mean, that is, sometimes I overlook the literal. Even Wait, I'm actually reaching today, so just give me this moment. I like that one. My my vote, and we don't get a vote, um, and it will be on our Q105. It'll be on social media in seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one you want to vote Literally for? Literally every platform, yep. Uh, yeah, our Instagram stories, our Q105 Facebook page, and, and beyond. So get a vote in just one, two, or three. And I love, like, on a Wednesday when we're getting votes for the Monday song. It's a, it's helpful insight into what people like. Or or when I'm, like, doing my walk at, like, one, it's like, I want number three. I'm like, oh, bro, that ended, like, ten hours ago. I know. <laughs> I've uh, I've stopped responding to, uh, to some of those, but... Uh, whatever. Um, again, it's good research to know which songs people prefer. Um, mm-hmm. Help me out here. Help, help me out here. Um, so yesterday I went to Manette's, um, and I think people are in the groove of what to shop for and when. I don't think there's any hoarding. Um, I think that the most honest-to-goodness thing the president has ever said was the supermarkets will not be dry. Um, and yeah. Granted, some hours have changed to to get stocking, um, and I know, rightfully, some of the the employees at places like Kroger and whatnot, and distributors like my friend Ashley, who works at Frito Lay, who are stocking stores, get hazard pay. Um, I'm in a rhythm now, 
and I'm just going to divide up my shopping rather than going to Kroger for one thing. But I have I have seven things on a list that I'd like to get. None, none are needs, but and I can even give you what's on the list. And you tell me whether my ass can or should not go to Target after the show. Do you want the list? But you go early enough, so yeah, let's go. <clears throat> Yeah, and I, I and I, I I am social distance man, so I, I definitely um, abide by. It. I need Tide Pods. <laughs> Sorry. I need peanuts. Okay. Cereal, uh, not need. I would like peanuts, cereal, chips, okay. Quest bars, uh, mouthwash, and deodorant. That's just like circling Target. If you just don't go get that stuff, get in and get out, and then go about your day and nap. Okay, okay. I just because uh, I went to the grocery store yesterday too. They had the guards up yesterday. It was kind of weird to see in between you and the cashier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It uh, they've got it at the Circle K, and it's it's still manageable. I mean, there's nothing. I I I don't really interact with cashiers anyway, so I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I wonder. All right. I wonder like a lot of people more about the surfaces that we all touch, but I don't want to be I heard person. But it's from what I have come across from places I do trust who whose things I read is it's far more contagious like when if someone were to sneeze or cough on you rather than you touching other surfaces and then touching yourself. So Yeah. I mean, you can't live life not touching anything and being afraid to pump gas or any gas or anything like that. Can you imagine if corona like we can get ourselves corona? People would just jump off bridges. Uh what do you mean give yourself corona? I mean, a lot of people like to touch ourselves. Can you imagine that? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, and, I'm mad I whispered that like I'm like in a room full of people, but yeah, whatever. You last, know what I mean? Last thing before, and we'll dip into traffic here in, in just one second. Does it, since you're there and I'm here, does it feel less like we're actually on the radio? Because for me, it does. I feel like I prep more at home just because I don't want anything to mess up. Okay. So like I, I legit have like my laptop, my iPad, and like my phone. I have like my own little my little tech desk in front of me. I like it. Take it. Take a picture of it. I would. Le- I would yes. like to see it. No, I, I feel like just because of how we're talking, it feels less like we're on the radio than when you're sitting across the countertop from me. And that's why there's been a couple of times I've had to be care. I've had to like turn that filter on extra strong to make sure I don't say that or this on the air. Yeah, because like I will say like the setting helps because like there's times I'm talking like oh we're just talking on the phone and I've almost slipped and said cuss words three right. times I'm like yeah. oh, 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 oh. 5.59 uh, Donna-isms and Barry-isms the- good news bad news breaking news fake Corona news, news local news and even real news Corona. yeah just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105 oh, and Floyd at his off-site uh, news <laughs> desk which is on <laughs> Floyd Street also Tiger King Tacos and Trivia Tuesday around 7.15, but we'll uh, get to the news now, which is what you should have expected. The governor even says so. Yesterday during Wine with DeWine, he said that K-12 through students uh, will remain home at least through May 1st. Uh, on but when's Monday, the last day of school, though? <laughs> probably three weeks after that. Right, okay. Um, I'm assuming that in the quiet of their offices and in planning meetings, they're like, these kids are not going back. But right. if they would have done that a couple of weeks ago, you know, the the more jarring something is, the more people freak out. So if they do it in stages like this, it's a little more manageable. 
Um, the uh, current three-week closing order would have expired at the end of this week. We'll reevaluate this as we get closer to May 1. Um, DeWine made it clear that it's possible students may not return to their classrooms for the rest of the year. I think that's very likely. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's too soon to make that decision. He said it's possible they extend the school year in the summer but said it's more likely the state would stick with with remote learning. It's also helpful that lawmakers have already canceled state testing as well as report cards for this year. The state reported 1,933 confirmed cases of the virus on Monday. There have been 39 deaths, including in Lucas, Erie, and Seneca counties. Lucas County officials yesterday announced the county's third death, which was a man in his 60s. The person initially was erroneously reported as a 51-year-old woman. In all, we've got 94 cases and three deaths from the virus here in Lucas County. As we expected and we say every day, the numbers will continue to go up. Mm. Um, As Floyd and I talked about earlier in the show, yes, you're an hour late for us being on the air. In reaction to reports of people congregating in public parks without regard to social and physical distancing, DeWine said he's considering reworking his current stay-at-home order in the coming days. The concern is the same. We have to slow the virus down. The only way we slow it down is for people to separate. Frankly, our state parks are pretty big, so if people want to walk in the state parks, they have ample opportunity to have that distancing. When we get reports on is that is that as the weather gets better, we are seeing people congregate. So I that's his warning. Now, if you don't listen, it's on you. And if he says stay out of the state parks, you know, it's always a handful of people who ruin it for everybody. I'm going to be that person as I'm just going to put myself in a situation as a mother or father with children and or multiples. This is going to devastate me as a parent just to get them out the house to do something. And that's all. That's all I'm saying. Well, you can still hang out in your neighborhood. Not if you don't have a good neighborhood or if you live in an apartment complex. I suggested to somebody the other day, um, she's struggling with this isolation. Uh, she's new to the area as well, but this is for anybody. Drive somewhere. You're allowed to drive wherever you please. Drive somewhere that you enjoy and make that your park and walk around there. So, um, but yeah. it, people are gonna. I'm just saying. I'm like, oh. People are gonna ruin this. Uh, it, it's always. I mean, this is this is life. It's always a small handful of people who don't want to listen and follow the rules and laws, and they ruin it for the larger people. That's why I'm not telling you to get into some kind of verbal or physical confrontation. But if you see somebody acting like an idiot, um, and, and that means not following these these very recommended guidelines, you should say something to them. Or you could be like barbecue Betty and just get on your phone and call the cops, I guess. I don't know. That's a little excessive. I do think I saw a friend. (laughs) I mean, I'm just, there's those people, you know, they will. So Hobby Lobby is open, right? No, they just closed because they got like a lot of heat from social media people. Okay, good. Because I have a friend on Twitter who was none too pleased. I think she might even work there, um, that they were still open and they were using some shadowy language in, in, in the orders to say that they're essential. The hell you are. Um, I'll tell you the language they use. Their owner said that the Lord talked to him and said that what is done will be done. Yeah. Okay. That, those were his quote words. Okay. Um, whatever. The, well, the Lord's not going to protect you from getting the virus and killing you. So. <laughs> right. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they're now d- down. Um, the mayor yesterday said he asked the governor about the possibility of closing the border 
to protect Northwest Ohio residents living just an hour south of Detroit, a major outbreak area, and the governor wasn't opposed. Now listen closely, please. He said it was not something he'd been planning up until now, but now it's on his radar screen. A spokesperson for the governor's office said if such plans were made, they would be announced during one of the daily briefings, and if Ohioans are following the governor's stay-at-home order, the spokesperson said they shouldn't have to worry about the virus spreading. The same goes for Michigan residents who were placed on a stay-home, stay-safe order on March 23rd. And again, if you don't listen, politicians and elected officials have to step in and tell you to do the right thing. That's when they go into the by any means necessary jargon. I mean, like lingo. Like, if you just listen. Right. Like, it happens every day. At what time? Like, two? Two o'clock. Wine with the wine. Yeah, like, there's no excuse. Um, I wonder, uh, I don't know when the, the, do you know the Michigan governor's name? Yes. Her name is Miss Whitmer, Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen Whitmer. I don't know when her daily briefings are, but as I was. They're, they're after ours. They're after ours. They come on like 13 ABC point two, whatever that, channel that is. So we're two, she's three, local is four, national is like five or six. And the, mm-hmm. the My Pillow guy was on with the president last night. Did you know that? Oh my Lord. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he was on for, but I saw like a lot of people were in an uproar about it yeah. on Facebook and Twitter, mainly Twitter. Yeah, I saw it as well. And to go back to, to uh, Governor Whitmer, I was scrolling through, um, I guess uh, this would work for DeWine as well. Uh, you could do wine with DeWine and you can do White Claws with Whitmer. Oh, yeah. We're, I was trying to think of something witty for her, but I guess White Claws will work, too. Sometimes it's the easiest one. Uh, a Toledo man is charged with assault on a police officer after he bit the officer Saturday morning. Officers were dispatched to uh, a domestic violence call around 7.15 involving Emiliano Zapata and his parents. When they arrived, they saw him banging his head on the windshield of his parents' car, breaking the windshield. Officers Troy Niles and Daniel Wagner attempted to arrest Zapata, but he fought back and attempted to strike the officers. Zapata bit Wagner's hand who then tased the suspect. Wagner was treated and released from Mercy St. V's. He had to take, uh, he, he's, uh, he's not expected to miss any time from work. Zapata was in court on a bond of 20 grand, and he's got to be tested now for HIV, HIP, and TB. Uh, into some lighter stuff, Taco Bell trying to do what it can to help us get through this. Today is a free taco day. This should have been the headline. Oh, really? This should have been the lead story because I was like, whoa. Can I tell you something? I, I know that you're in your car and you're away from people, but this is a dumbass idea. Like, <laughs> this goes against all the stay home, stay safe orders. You're, 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 look, I felt a little icky the other day when I gave the guy at Tim Hortons on airport my debit card and he gave me the coffee because I, I, there were other ways around that. But to, to give people free food today and have all that interaction at, at the drive through, I hope Taco Bell gets heat for this. Sorry. I don't really interact with people at the drive-thru. It's just the same as, like, they're telling us to get carry-out and go through a drive-thru. I know, but... I mean, if I'm in my car, I'm in my car. It's totally... Don't talk to me, don't look at me. I know, but it's totally not necessary. You are still, like, coming in close contact with somebody. It's not necessary. Hate me. That's fine. Uh, I don't hate you. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, I don't see anything wrong with it because, like, take-out, carry-out. I mean, like, yeah, take-out, drive... But, like... I don't know. It's the, just the spirit. It's not on my mind because I bought groceries, but I'm just saying, like, I, I'd go for a free taco. No shame. And Taco Bell trying to juice their profits in these downtimes or, or their their revenue really bugs me. Like this goes against the spirit of, you know, essential and only what you need. You do not need a free taco. 
I mean, if they're open, they're open. The, you you said it best. People are stupid. Yes, they are. <laughs> um, well, to, back to the story from last hour. Uh, much of California's clo- coastline is closed because of the pandemic. On Saturday, a surfer um, was given a $1,000 fine for not leaving Manhattan Beach. Uh, go ahead, arrest me. Um, the life- is that what he said? He said, go ahead and arrest me. Um, oh, the- my Lord. The lifeguard said the man threw out some colorful language before heading to the waves. The lifeguard called a supervisor, called the police. A cop arrived with a code enforcement officer who gave him a citation, which I mentioned last hour. For anybody that violates these orders, find them, put it into a pot of people who need the money. And remember what I said last hour, he's going to be a repeat offender. If that's the way he, like came at a lifeguard, he doesn't care. He's exercising his privilege. He needs his knees taken out. So Uh, he doesn't surf anymore. I'm good with that, too. I'm... I'm What's wrong with these people? How about I give you a choice? You can have a $1,000 fine, which, if you don't pay, will decimate your credit, or you can pay $500, and I can take my my baton to one of your knees. A or B. You know... You know what we need to do? We need to work on our technology to get these sharks to just attack these people who are surfing right now. I like it. Uh, There could be a global shortage of condoms. Uh, According (laughs) to the world's biggest producer there in lockdown in Malaysia, the Carex BHD, they make one in every five condoms globally, but they're locked down right now because of uh, what's going on in Malaysia. It's Southeast Asia's worst affected country with 2,100 infections and 26 deaths. The lockdown will go until April 14th. And this is important at this point in time because uh, one, we're going to have a lot of uh, babies in in eight months and we could have Mm -hmm. a lot of divorces as well. And these condoms could prevent that. (laughs) <laughs> I just, oh, America. Uh, no, this is, oh, oh, you mean the people doing either of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one last thing, Jeremy Cohen, a freelance photographer, who I also noticed has 300,000 followers on Instagram, so it makes mm. me think that this was this was some kind of influencer BS. He uh, he lives in New York City. He saw a girl dancing uh, out of her apartment on a rooftop somewhere in New York City, so he sent his drone over to ask her out. I can't believe this actually worked. And yes, this is a, re- this is a real story. Um, the tweet, which has 6 million views as of Friday, the couple finally met face-to-face with a special trick made to keep them both safe. She had gloves, but he was inside of a giant inflatable bubble. This reeks of influencer nonsense. Tis the season. People get bored, the creativity comes out, and let me tell you, someone who's been locked in their apartment, I love stories like these because I'm like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Right, right. And I would totally use... uh, uh, I would totally do something like this. Like if I saw someone walking in my neighborhood now that all these people are out that I don't see, um, maybe I would like let Diddy run off and go, Diddy, no, come back. And, <laughs> hey, what's your name? Did you just bend and snap with your dog? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Diddy, no. Diddy, no, come oh. back. Can you stop my dog? I've realized <laughs> that all these people that I see out now who have dogs, I can't go pet them. Because I would oh, yeah. be within six feet. Um, I have some of the best audio you're ever going to hear on this show. It, it's an okay story. It's Emmett 650 on Q105, the morning reboot. It's Eric Chase and Floyd. Thank you for listening to the show uh, on your smart speaker, Google, Alexa, and you can also get our app. Search Q105 Toledo in the App Store. And if you're uh, just tuning in or you've been here for a minute and you got to step away, the podcast will be posted for today's episode. Um, before 10, text Eric to 419-240-1055. You can text the show anytime you'd like. Um, 
to throw your two cents in, or maybe it's just one cent, or maybe it's 27 cents, but you can always text 419-240-1055. As long as none of the money you throw at us is Katy Perry roar. <laughs> I mean, every vote matters. You got to remember that. We uh, still live in America. Every vote matters. In this case, with the Electoral College, uh, much like not every vote mattering, I am counting the, the Katy Perry votes as not counting. So are you Ohio or California? Which one are you? I don't know. I mean, our votes. Oh, don't. you don't know about elections. If you win Ohio, you win the election. So, oh, this is uh, this is true. Um, so we're doing this new thing on the show, um, the pandemic throwback song of the day. We're throwing it back to a time before we were uh, enduring the pandemic, and and today's three mm-hmm. songs to vote for. Today's two songs to vote for are. <laughs> They are Can't Hold Us by Malcolm Moore because we're not being rude. We have Katy Perry Roar, and then our third one is Safe and Sound by Capital Cities. Okay. Yeah, so uh, head to uh, our social media, the Q105 Facebook page. It's on my Instagram stories. Pretty much anywhere you can find us Mm -hmm. on social, you can vote, but not for Katy Perry. Um, (laughs) There's a... There's a Mr. Gaga story, but it's not her boyfriend. We'll get to that in a second. First... Who, of all the people that we watch on TV in the morning, who's one of our favorite people over the last couple of weeks? Like, favorite, favorite? Like, we, we he, this person, this guy, catches our attention when he's on TV in the morning, speaking about all, all the things. Uh, there's so many. Uh, Chris Vickers. Uh, national people. Oh. Oh, James Corden. The Surgeon General. Oh, yeah, we love him. He's He's like... Surgeon General Tyson. Right. Okay. Mike Tyson. So I'm so I'm gonna play the audio for you and then I'll give you the Don't rest do this to me. I'm gonna play the audio for you and then I'm gonna give you the rest of the story um, about Eminem Eminem talking about his now college graduate daughter. Hold on. Right? Like I just feel like I'm not I'm worthless. I'm not nothing in this world. Anybody who feels that and then finds something that they're actually good at, it's like a I think that's that's what makes somebody go for that so hard. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm never good at I was never good at nothing. I'm good at this. You know? Most the most successful people that ever lived in history are megalomaniacs, <laughs> but they got a low self esteem. Yeah. They don't think much about this stuff, but they think they're God on the other hand too. Um, Who is that? That is the Mike Tyson podcast. Hot boxing. No. Uh, it was earlier this month. The rapper now 47 talked about how proud he is of his daughter, Haley Jade Scott. No babies, he replied when Tyson asked if Haley, 24, had any children of her own. Just a boyfriend. She's doing good. She's made me proud for sure. He added uh, his daughter with ex Kim Mathers graduated from college, Michigan State, with a 3.9 GPA studying psychology. It's definitely crazy, the rapper said, of how much his daughter. Uh, has grown up, but really, uh, the, the the thing that we like there is is Mike Tyson talking about hot boxing with Eminem. Oh my gosh! So here's the thing. So let's. <laughs> you know, I feel a lot of um. So kudos to her graduating, but also being a psychologist and look at her dad's past record. He she he could have used her right. Like she'll be in business forever with the family. Oh, for sure. So, um, yeah, and, and that's just like a let me make you feel old kind of thing because we all remember her from 
the first couple of Eminem albums, which were now Actually, like wasn't she in the videos or something? Her voice or something? She was in the songs, yeah. Like okay. those are now like 18, 20 years ago. So yeah, she's twenty four and a graduate and doing well for herself. And the Surgeon General, I don't know his name, but he actually he resembles Mike Tyson a little bit. But he's got the same lisp that Tyson has. He does, has. and you know what? And it, kudos to him because he's doing a job that I don't think any of us. Jerome Adams is his name. Okay. Um, he's doing a job that many of us we criticize him like, oh, dude, but none of us could actually do it if given the opportunity. He uh, he tweeted something that that I, I saw a tweet on my timeline of his within the last day or so, and he was yelling. It might have been in all caps, and I heard his voice yelling it, and I thought Did of you? us. What do you think? You're th- I mean, I don't know. Like, like no commas, just a full on run on word. It might have been, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Lady Gaga's dad is a New York City restaurateur, and he is uh, the internet canceled him, or at least what he was attempting. Joe Germanata owns. Joanne Trattoria, he started a GoFundMe on Friday in hopes of raising 50 grand to cover the staff wages after the restaurant was forced to temporarily close with the stay-at-home order. I'm doing the best I can, but we had to close Joanne for a month. Our staff needs some help. Any help for our employees would be appreciated. Twitter wasn't having it. You are wealthy and your daughter is beyond wealthy. And this is so disgusting. Why don't you ask your rich daughter to help you pay your employees? Just saying, the rest of us are struggling to make ends meet, just like your staff. The uh, GoFundMe has since been deactivated, no longer taking donations. It got all the way up to $541. And this is thoughtless and tone deaf. Even if he doesn't have the best relationship with his daughter, I'm sure he could at least still ask her in some way. Uh Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I'm going to defend him right now. So, like, he took matters into his own hands. That money wasn't for him. That money was for his employees. So shame on those trolls who attacked him. And who's to say that he doesn't have a good relationship with her? It doesn't matter. Like, there's many people out there who have toxic relationships with their parents. So, like... Shame on Twitter, because like you just screwed over these employees. You know how big business works. Sometimes they don't want to give their money. Look at Amazon. Well, this was this was a restaurant. Um, just but like, I'm just it, saying though, like he still owns it, right? Like I, I don't. It's it's a double edged sword. But I'm like, don't attack. Because like at the end of the day, there's still a mother in Brooklyn who's going home who can't go to Joanne's and serve tables i don't oh okay they're gonna say go to joanne and have a good dinner because uh, i don't know if any any like single mom in, in brooklyn is going to joanne's oh. seems like it's very I, like very ele- elegant <laughs> i believe new york is closed so yeah. i don't so yeah 658 uh with the morning reboot speaking of the virus we will have a coronavirus survivor very close to my heart on with exclusive us. yeah uh around 8 15 or so and then 7 15 which is not far off 7 11 on q105 the morning reboot thanks for listening to the show if you're just tuning in or you're about to leave us if you're just tuning in you've missed a lot you can go back and get it or if you're about to uh, dip out text eric to 419-240-1055 to get the podcast before we allow you and you're more than welcome to call in to try to help floyd answer these tiger king questions for tacos and trivia tuesday in one second uh, Floyd, you mentioned now is the time to play the lottery. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Did you hear that? But yeah, no, for real. Like it's because no one's going out. You can't play the lottery online, can you? No, but don't a lot of people go to the gas stations and and? Play? Well, they have the drive-through place too, right? Uh, when I see people buying lottery ticket, and not to label or stereotype, but to label or stereotype, they look like the kind of people who probably can't stop themselves even in the middle of this. Well, you know what? I'm at this point. I'm about to buy a lottery ticket because mama's 
her bank account is looking real, real thirsty. Okay. Um, all right, let's roll here. Well, me and my friend want to know if you can make tacos. Nothing says Toledo like tacos, trivia, and Eric Chase. We've got two of the three right now. On Q105's The Morning Reboot. Uh, you're welcome to call in and help Floyd. I'm shimmying right now. You can't see it. Because you're only two episodes in? He, borderline three, but I can't allow myself to get past episode three. 419-240-1055. You can't win anything because, one, there's nothing going on. Two, you couldn't come here to pick up the stuff anyway because our offices and studios are closed. So you just get to enjoy showing off your Tiger King IQ. There's a uh, there's a sports uh, host that I whoa whoop sorry 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 hold on. That's scary. I was like I'm not ready. Yeah, sorry. Uh, there's a sports host that I enjoy listening to, and uh, he part of the reason I I, li- I, I enjoy it is uh. He, I guess we sync up on on interest, and he's and he was talking about how everyone is watching Tiger King, but him, and he's like, you know, I can't watch it because it, other than like mindless, literally shut your brain off, mindless entertainment, and and like the OLS from it, it adds it adds no value, and I but guess isn't that what TV does anyway, though? Like not for me. I mean, I like to be stimulated when I when I when I watch a TV show, or if I I, I just don't like documentaries. Well, um, this- this show is stimulating a lot of people, trust me. I know, I know, in a variety of different ways. Did you see the thing floating around yesterday? I guess the the guy that was missing, there's a number floating around to, to help finish this case off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, people are so quarantined or, like, under lockdown in their homes that they, they, started, they reopened the investigation on their own. Oh, the internet. Um, yes. All right, so we'll see if you can get any of these questions. And I, okay. <laughs> I, I hope I asked them correctly because I don't know much about the show. Um, how old is Joe? 57, 47, or 77? Oh, I'll say 57. That is correct. Yay. Uh, Joseph Allen Schriebvogel was born on March 5th, 1963 in Garden City, Kansas. Carol Baskins. I take that out. No. Uh-huh. Uh, next up, how many husbands has Joe had? Two. Uh, I've got multiple choice here. Three, four, or five. Oh, it's three. Sorry, sorry. There's three. Three, three. Is it? Because from me reading this, his first husband was Brian Ryan, who died of complications from HIV in 2001. He's had three other husbands, John Finley, Travis Maldonado, and Dylan, is it Passage? Oh, I didn't know that. Because on the show, they talk about his two, Lord forgive me, or higher powers that be meth husbands. Okay. So there's two there. I knew about the one that passed away. So maybe there is four. Okay. You're probably correct. Is it Passage or is it Passage? We'll say Passage because it makes it sound fancy and they need all the help they can get. What? So the answer is four. What year did Carol Baskin's millionaire husband disappear? 2007, 1997, or 2018? No, he, he disappeared early. It was 97. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, she'd been married to millionaire Don Lewis, who's the picture I was just talking about a couple of minutes ago. Disappeared in August 1997. Two months prior to his disappearance, he'd filed a restraining order against Baskin, saying she had a firearm and threatened to kill him, but it was rejected. She had him declared legally dead in 2002. <laughs> After she collected $32 million. Forget that, too. Is this all rolling off here? No. Hold on. 
Um, next up, where is Big Cat Rescue located? Gain- oh, I do know this one. Gainesville, right, Gainesville, Tampa, or Lakeland, Florida? Oh, no. I just thought, is it, it's not Gainesville, is it? It is not. It is Tampa. Uh, she's Tampa, the okay. CEO uh, of the Animal Sanctuary near Tampa, Florida, for big cats that uh, her deceased former husband founded in 1992. Oh, yeah. so, so near Tampa. Um, what two major political offices did Joe run for? <laughs> Mayor and Senate. Senate so, and Governor. President and Governor. It was Senate and Governor. Wasn't it? That's incorrect. Oh, um, it was president governor. He was an independent. Yes, right. He was an independent candidate for president just four years ago. He attained ballot access in Colorado and received 962 votes um, nationwide. In 2018, he ran for governor of Oklahoma as Joe Exotic. He received 664 votes, finishing third out of three candidates in the Libertarian primary. The dude ran for and got votes for president four years ago. You know what I have to say about this, right? Hashtag America. Yeah. Yeah. All, what, 960 some of them. <laughs> that is your Tiger King Tacos and Trivia Tuesday for today. That was today. good. Yeah. Uh, for someone who's not seen it? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I have more context of any show I've never watched um, now with this show than anything before. It's, it's just wild. I mean, somebody said on the internet the other day, what are people talking about in life besides coronavirus and Tiger King? And I was stumped. Oh, you got me thinking now. There's nothing. Because, like, all the entertainment news is Tiger King, and all the headlines is either Corona or Carol Baskins. Uh, Something happening, uh, we hope, at the Meyer parking lot out at Bay Park in Oregon Sunday night. We'll have that at 8.30 and a coronavirus survivor or survivee, however you want to call it, who's close to me. Let's go back. This is the moment. Tonight is the night. We'll fight till it's over. So we put our hands. Your winner for the pandemic throwback song of the day here on Q105, Macklemore, and someone named Ryan Lewis Floyd. Yes, um, he looks like my doppelganger. <laughs> you'll you'll never convince me. And when that song came out in uh, like late 2012, I was like, oh, I love this John Legend song, and nobody ever knew what that guy looked like. And John Legend mm-hmm. at the time wasn't the John Legend that he is now. Um, but you'll never convince me, even though. You say that guy looks like you. Yeah, he's a chubby black man. Yeah, you'll, it's 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 uh, it's John Legend. <laughs> no, no, no. Who I guess was one of the stars with the the, the Corden thing last yes. night. Yes. And uh, he dropped a, a new song, so we'll get to that uh, before eight o'clock this morning. Again, thanks for the votes on all of our socials for the pandemic throwback song of the day. Uh, Little Jewish Faye, who is going to be, uh, we're going to have to come up with some kind of virtual seder. For all the the Jews here in Northwest Ohio, and of course you'll be invited to that. You're an honorary Jew. If I'm an honorary, yes. black, if I can come to the barbecue, you can come to the seder. I can come. I don't know what that is, but okay. It's uh, it's it's the Passover dinner, like the plagues and stuff. Oh, you guys were talking about it briefly the other day, like when, a few weeks ago. Yeah, when uh, when the Israelites uh, left Egypt, and and uh, that's where the, that's the Ten Commandments and Moses and everything. That's that's yep. that's Passover. I've seen the movie. Some, yeah, some might say that we're enduring the plagues right now, but we, the more you know. Um, 
Thanks for the votes. And Faye wanted to know why No Scrubs hasn't been a song to vote on so far. Listen, listen Faye, as a TLC fan, calm down. It's coming. Why don't you do a TLC uh, category one day? Don't do this to me because you know. All right. Tomorrow. Uh, okay. So the rated game, I'll throw something at Floyd and he'll have to tell me overrated, underrated, properly rated. Uh, we've moved around some segments on the show because you have moved your life around having to teach at home and your commute is now from uh, getting out of bed to the shower, um, moving the dog out of the way and the toys and opening up your home office on your couch. Like Floyd is now hashtag WFH. Yes. So the rated game usually early on in the show is right now. First up. I just figured out what that was, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag work from home. Um, first up, I saw that... Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta ones of these are going digital, um, but strip clubs, Floyd. Oh, you know what? As someone who who who's been to one as a drag queen, they are vastly rated. They're they're properly rated. Properly rated. Okay, I had a good time when I went. All right, overrated. Um, next up, Rihanna. Rihanna, the singer. Yeah. Oh, the old school Floyd would say overrated, but I do like her makeup, so I'll say she's properly rated. All right, next up, I'm sure these are uh, these are all over Tiger King chest tattoos, both men and women chest tattoos. Overrated, overrated. How come? I, who walks around with their chest just beaming? Like, I, I get that. I get the art form of tattoos. Trust me, I'm tatted all the way up. But like, overrated. Do you have one? A chest tattoo? Yeah. No, but I secretly want one, but I don't have a chest, so overrated. Next up, overrated, underrated, properly rated, exotic pets. Oh, those are so overrated. Why would you want a monkey? You know, if you if you could domesticate one, I would say this is underrated. Would you? Like, Think all the fines and the hurdles you have to go through to get one just to say this is mine. I guess uh-huh. there's different phases of exotic. I mean, there, there's a. And I'm talking like anything outside of like a hamster, a cat, or a dog. Like it could be a snake. Like that could be an exotic pet. Um, a tarantula. And then you can go all the way up to like tiger. But I, I think if you got the right one, you can make it work and enjoy it. I, I get people like that. I, I just want a pet to recognize me. That's what I think a pet is. Like, I want to walk in the house and have it look at me and be like, where the hell you been? Uh, <laughs> next up, backpacks. Ooh, they are underrated. I love my backpack. It works as a purse, a wallet, a, a sneaking stuff into venues type thing. Underrated. Okay. This is kind of inspired by Taco Bell giving away free tacos today, which I'm I'm very much against. But Monterey Jack Cheese. Ooh, overrated. Moisturizer. Ooh, underrated because some of us look really dehydrated right now. Because of all the hand washing? Yes. Vans, like the shoe. <sighs> oh, I thought you were the car. Um, You know what? As someone who owns two pair, they are not comfortable. They are very overrated. Okay. Uh, two more. Ti- uh, Tiger King. The show? Yeah. Not the show. What else, Floyd? Um... Overrated because I can't get into it like everyone else is. Okay. But I know people do enjoy it, so I won't. I won't take their joy over my ignorance. Um, I saw yesterday that for for some reason, one of the most searched words since all this has been happening is A M I D. 
They're not looking for Janet. People are searching what the word amid means. So, is the word amid, A-M-I-D, uh, overrated, underrated, or properly rated? What does it mean? Uh, amid... Like, amid a crisis? Yes. Like, amid... Yes. Oh. Um, properly rated? Because I don't think people are using it out of context. Like, I just used it, like, not even knowing what we were talking about. So, right. properly rated. But you know what it means. Yeah. I, I was surprised to see that so many people needed to look up what it was. But again, um, those, those, those four words. America. Hashtag America. 739 on Q105. Uh, I, I have new John Legend music for you from last night, and we will also get to someone. I think this is one of the few males you dislike, one of the few male singers you dislike. 750 in the morning reboot. Uh, Q105, good morning. Thanks for listening on your smart device, Alexa or Google. You can also get our app, Q105 Toledo. Search that in the app store. Some headlines this morning. Schools are out through May 1st, possibly even longer. Uh, and a third death has been uh, has been confirmed in Lucas County. So there's your headlines for the morning. It's Eric Chase and Floyd. Before we get to the guy, who uh, the one male artist who I, I know you don't like, and we'll also we've got more Tiger King news. We're going to try to hit Tiger. Mm. We're going to try to hit Tiger King news every day. First, since we just played Dua Lipa, and I know not everybody. In fact, I would say just only like a small portion of people listen to the podcast, and we appreciate you doing just that. Yesterday morning, we were up playing some of the Dua Lipa uh, album cuts, and this is uh, this is Love Again. And that sample comes from this. White Town's Your Woman. And Floyd, you were right. What's the, the next single after physical? Oops, sorry. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, you're back up. Apologies. Break My Heart. Break My Heart. Yeah, is that is that your favorite um, song on the album? That is my favorite song on the album. Which song? One you, of them. I like a lot of them. Which song do you think you will like best on the upcoming Sam Smith album? Mm. <laughs> Floyd doesn't like Sam Smith. I, I like him. But, he just used to be problematic. I think he's gotten himself together. Um, he originally uh, was scheduled to release his third album, To Die For, on June 5th. But on, I do like that song. But on Monday, he announced that in light of the pandemic, they'll be renaming the album Smart and pushing back the release date. I, I feel the same way with, as I did with Gaga. It's fine. Give us, give us something to consume. Um, I've done a lot of thinking over the last few weeks and feel that the title of the album, an imminent release, doesn't feel right. The title for sure. So I've, I've come to the decision to continue working on the album and make some important changes and additions. Uh, the lead single on the title track was released on Valentine's Day and shared, he shared an acoustic version of To Die For in mid-March as the pandemic was ramping up. Um, it's unknown if that song, uh, if the song will remain on the final version of the album. I get that. I mean, some people might be really sensitive with it, but not a huge deal. I'm wondering if... Because of the name? Yeah. Oh, y'all, come on. I'm wondering if the album just isn't very good and this gives him and his people an opportunity to to tack on some better music or to get back into the studio if he's even able to. Maybe. I mean, because... Was this the... 
he has a two. He is this the is this sorry is the single with Nirmani part of this album collabo? That's a good question. I don't think so because that was up forever ago. And right. That was a good song. I think this is a completely new uh, project from him. So maybe that is what it is. Maybe a producer was kind of like, "Hey Sam." Right, we need more of this and less of this. The name, yes. I, I don't know. It, it is what it is. I mean, only the, the really super sensitive people would would get irked by that. Uh, James Corden put on a big party last night, ten o'clock, basically from his garage, and it was one of the more well produced um, at home <laughs> projects. Billie Eilish and her brother were on. Uh, I know you hate them. No. Everything I wanted, and she had her two uh, pit bull puppies. She's fostering on the camera as well, and they appeared to fall asleep while she was singing. Accurate, uh, but puppies just fall asleep. Uh, how have they been keeping busy watching episodes of Fleabag and Jim Carrey's Yes Man? Uh, and she said, rather than writing, she's been taking. Well, no, no, no. At, he said, Phineas said, he's been taking a lot of baths. They are a weird bunch of family members, but okay. Uh, John Legend was on because he seems to be on all of these shows. I'm going to play the beginning of this as he's getting ready to play his new song, Actions, and um, and then it'll go into it. Um, something that no one else is hearing in this way, um, and uh, I'm excited to perform it for you guys. All right, well, there we are from his home to your home. Here's John Legend performing Actions. John, take it away. All right. Quiet on the set. That was the funny part. That was funny. La da 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 da, here I go again with another love song that I wasted. Just another love run out of patience. She don't want it, she don't need it. Every other word coming from my pen, she throw back in my face, certain where you've been. Sounds so poetic, but it's so uh, new John Legend. There is actions. Um, okay. He's on all of these, and it, it shouldn't need to be said, but I think you'll agree that now that everybody knows who John Legend is, now would be a time to go back and dig into his catalog before you knew who the hell he was. Oh, that song with John uh, um, Andre 3000. Green light. Green. I like his. I, I have no problem with that one, but Kanye produced a lot of his tracks. I think used to mm-hmm. hold, used to hold me. Um, I don't know that one. Okay, he, Kanye and him worked together like Mott Man fifteen years ago. Okay, stuff's good. And is is it ordinary people or ordinary day? Oh my god, we're just ordinary people. Yeah, it's ordinary. Yes, people. Yeah. that's a good song. Um, one last story: Shaquille O'Neal is setting the record straight about his involvement with Joe Exotic. He appears in the documentary and is shown interacting with some of the animals. He poses for pictures. Um, with, uh, with Joe Exotic, who was sentenced in January to serve 22 years in prison. That's right. It was him that was sentenced, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we go in there, and it's a beautiful place. And the character uh, that was there was Exotic Joe. <laughs> he called him uh, in, on, on Shaq's podcast, which is called The Big Podcast with Shaq. We're there, and I dropped some donations for the Tigers' foods and all that. We take pictures with the Tigers. We went back a couple times. The NBA legend 
He's admitting to donating money to the park, but explained that he gives to many zoos he visits. He maintained that he did not know what was happening behind the scenes with Joe Exotic. Despite the controversial appearance in the docuseries, O'Neill, like everyone else, said he binge-watched it and even called it a really good documentary. And here's the you Listen, Shaquille, you do not have to defend yourself. You... Right. I'm sure there was someone in his camp was like, Shaquille, people are in an uproar. And like, it's like people in an uproar, those 13 people who live in, like, Virginia. Right. We've got 13 people and uh, a cumulative 98 followers, and they are just irate. <laughs> right. Um, 7.57 here on the Morning Reboot on Q105. Thanks for listening on your smart speaker, Google, or Alexa. You can also get our app to listen. Search Q105 Toledo in the App Store. I hope I haven't been too dramatic in saying we're, we have a coronavirus survivor um, on with us because it's my brother. How many times has Paul been on the air with us? Never. I feel like it was maybe once. Or maybe okay. we called him. <laughs> I maybe, don't remember. Maybe we called him. Uh, try not to pay too much attention to whether or not we sound alike or his Philadelphia accent. But um, he went through a coronavirus ordeal. And my biggest concern was that my dad had been to the house. So we'll clear. You said she's scared of me? I mean... I don't see what she sees, but maybe it's because somewhere we're not Let's go. 8-12 on Q105. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. Thanks for being here with us. Which we are. Coronavirus update in just a second or so here after the segment. Locally speaking, schools closed through May 1st, probably longer according to the governor. There may be an order um, with something with the parks as well. If people don't follow social distancing uh, recommendations and those as we all hit Metro Parks here and throughout the state and uh, third confirmed death here in Lucas County. Uh, it's 8.13. Good morning. The morning reboot. Flynn, I got you, right? Yes, I'm here. I thought for sure we have had my brother on the air before. I don't think we have. Paul, are you there? Paul? Oh, wait, no. There he is. Hi, Paul. Hi. So, can you hear me, Floyd? Can you say can you say hi to Paul? Hello, Paul. Hi. How are you? Perfect. There we go. Paul, you're you're so shy all of a sudden. Yes. So, my brother Floyd and I think we talked about this last week on on maybe Wednesday or Thursday. I said mm-hmm. Paul had to go to uh, the ER because he wasn't feeling well. Paul, what did you? You had a temperature of about 103, right? Almost 104. It's 103.8. Ooh. What uh? What other symptoms? And by the way, uh, the upshot here is Paul is a coronavirus survivor. What other symptoms did you have besides the fever? Uh, it initially started as sinus pressure, which led into 101 fever. I went to urgent care. They tested me and said I had strep, which was not the case. And they treated me for that. Medicine wasn't working. And for the following, I guess, five days or so, I had a constant fever very bad body aches to the point where I couldn't move. Mm. Um, I had no taste, uh, no appetite, no sense of smell. I didn't have any of the respiratory symptoms or any coughing, sneezing, anything like that. Yeah, and so you went to the to the ER, and then I guess uh, they... So tell us about the coronavirus test, because we've only read about it where they shove something up your nose. Yes, it was very difficult to get the test. My doctor would not test me because I didn't have this, uh, all, all the symptoms for it. And I wound up going to the hospital after a couple hospitals said, don't come in. We're not going to see you. Right. So I went to the hospital and they tested me and they pretty much shoved something up your nose. Not Ooh. painful. 
but it's very uncomfortable. They shove it all the way up your nose. It stings. They have to hold it up there for 30 seconds, and it goes just below your eyes. <laughs> oh, I would die. It's not as bad as you think. It's not painful. It just stings, and they have to hold it there for 30 seconds. Oh, I didn't oh, know that you had gone to, or maybe Tracy told me, uh, that you had tried to go to different places, and they told So you called different emergency rooms, and they said, don't come? We called the emergency room and they said, don't bother coming. We're not going to see you. You need something from your doctor. Right. So the doctor, the office manager is a family friend. So we contacted her and she said, she she put us in contact with somebody from the office and they said, just go. They can't refuse you. Right. So I went to the hospital and nobody was there. And they, they took me right back. And oh. the, and I think Floyd, we left this on maybe Thursday or whenever, uh, with saying that Paul, they told you that it was likely bronchitis, right? Well, initially, the, the doctors and urgent care had told me they thought it was something viral, right? Um, so they were just they were treating as that, and they said it has to run its course. When I went to the hospital, they tested me for strep, the flu, and coronavirus. Strep and the flu came back negative. And I was waiting for a coronavirus test. But because I had uh, some, I guess, post-nasal drip, they wanted to treat me. Uh, they gave me the option to treat me for bronchitis because they said it could turn into that. Right. At that point, they weren't sure if I had coronavirus or not. Ooh. So, um, so, so uh, they, they had treated me. Uh, they gave me uh, an IV. And the next day, I was feeling fine. So either I was at the tail end of the virus or it peaked or whatever they gave me helped. Floyd? I've been fine since then. That was actually going to be my question, like, with them not even, I would say, not even saying that it was corona or putting it in your brain, but when they gave you the test, like, did you automatically jump to think that you had it, or did, what was your yeah. thought process? Did everything just start rolling in your head, like, what if? No, at this point, I just wanted to feel better. I was just so sick, okay. and with my with my fever spiking to that high, it was kind of scary. Um, at this point, I... I didn't care. I just wanted to feel better. You know, if it involved getting tested, that's what it was. And, you know, I was, I, the doctor at the hospital told me they didn't think I had it. I didn't have the symptoms. So I did go home thinking, you know, it's a virus thing. I still have to let it out of my system. And that's the, and that's the message. Was, go ahead, Paul. Yeah, it was very shocking to get a phone call on Saturday morning saying that I tested positive for it. That's wild. By the way, uh, we're talking to my brother who, as you just heard, uh, got a coronavirus diagnosis after you basically, after it always, it had basically already run through your system. So when they called you at one o'clock on Saturday afternoon, how are you feeling compared to when you went to the emergency department? I felt fine. Once they pumped <laughs> me full of stuff at the hospital and I came home uh-huh. Thursday morning, I woke up feeling great and I felt fine since then. My, I've had no fever, no symptoms, but um, everybody, anybody who gets this, all the symptoms are different because I didn't have any respiratory issues or anything like that. Yeah, because I, I we, like we talked about yesterday and Floyd, we've talked about on the air how the one thing that keeps coming up is obviously the viral things, fever, body aches, but dry mm-hmm. cough. And Paul, you didn't have that. You had you would just said you had loss of smell instead or taste. I had a loss of smell, loss of taste, and loss of appetite. I had no. I didn't have a stuffy nose. I did not have a cough. I was not sneezing. Nothing from my nose, nothing in my respiratory system. And the only reason why they were treating me for bronchitis was because of the post-nasal drip I had developed. Mm. And Tracy, your girlfriend, and Phoenix, her son, uh, no signs, no symptoms. They're, I guess, are they out of the woods? Yeah, they're out of the woods. They explained to me that the the most, that the time that you're really contagious is two days before you get a fever. 
and you usually get infected four to six days after you come in contact with the person that had it. And you, you think so you, they, you think you know where you got it from too, right? I do. Yeah. What? Tell that story. So, yeah, some someone at my work um, in my office kept coming in, and he was he was sick, and he texted me one day saying he's not coming in. He had a high fever and wasn't feeling well, and I wasn't feeling well at all. So. He, he said he went to get the coronavirus test, or I suggested he go get it. So he said he went and got it, and he was negative. That was within a few hours. Obviously, I know now it takes a few days to get the test. Right. So right. he had never went. And he came back to work the next day. But he was in and out of my office, coughing, sneezing, blowing his nose, everything. He had the typical symptoms of it. So when I wrote down the time frame of when I had gotten sick, and I also spoke to the doctor, he agreed that that's how I got sick. Well, that's crazy. I'm glad you're better and more than anything, because I'm used to your crew being sick like every other. Somebody's always sick with you guys from fall through winter. So I'm used to that. But yep. I, I'm glad dad didn't go over to the house because dad, dad could have been seriously at risk. Not that he's got any underlying problems, but um, yeah. yeah. And luckily no one was here. And I guess I was obviously healthy enough to fight it. But, right. um, you know, I, I didn't have that high fever the whole time. I had around, around 101, 102, which is still high. Right. Once it spiked to almost 104, that's when it gets scary. Floyd, do you have any uh, final coronavirus questions, or do you want to ask Paul some Eric questions? <laughs> no, I'm actually just in shock that, like, it's... So you didn't even go through the quarantine phase at all? Because, like, you just didn't know? I did, because I was just so sick, I stayed up in, in a bedroom. So for... I had gotten sick initially, um, not this past Wednesday, the Wednesday before. That was when I went to urgent care. When I came home from that day until pretty much last Wednesday, I stayed in bed. Uh, Aside from coming downstairs to get a drink or something, I had stayed in bed. So I think that's what protected everybody. Um, We wiped the house down, or um, they wiped the house down, and um, I think that's what protected everybody. Hmm. Yeah, Paul, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, and I wanted you to share the story because of, like, how how different your symptoms were from what we've been told in the river and, and how they said it's likely bronchitis, not corona. The answer is we just don't know, and that's why all this testing is so important. Well, initially when I had gotten, when I went to urgent care, they had tested me positive for strep, and I knew I didn't have strep because I had no symptoms in my throat. And I did read an article online that they said a lot of people are testing positive for strep when they actually have the virus. Yeah, so many things mm. you don't know. Um, all right, Paul, thanks. I'll, uh, I'll text you later, okay? Okay. All right, see you, buddy. Um, well, what do you think of that? Wow. Like, I, I'm floored because, like, we only hear stuff, like, on news or on radio or in the newspaper. I actually hear someone who actually went through it. And, like he said, he was pretty healthy. And he just said he had that fever. Like, for more than – having a fever for more than one day is a lot, let alone, like, three to four. Yeah. The uh, three things for me were um, by the time he knew he had it, he was over it. Um how hot that fever was of 104 and uh-huh. uh, and and that it was kind of misdiagnosed through real no fault of the doctors we just don't know a lot about this so. yeah and if you're listening like he, that's a testimonial like whether he wants to believe it or not like think about when you get like a fever or like a temperature of like 99 or 100 how achy you feel let yeah. alone skyrocketing to 104 Stay inside, people. Stay inside. Uh, you know, it's funny you bring that up. I actually have a picture that they took of him when he was at that level of fever. And it's something Are you, maybe... Oh, no. I'll put it on my Instagram stories. He doesn't look there. 
Oh, is it like bad? Could you tell? Uh, I'll I'll show you then. You can tell me if it if it's okay. in good or bad taste. Uh, good taste to support. Like the ceiling can hold us. Your pandemic throwback song of the day. Thanks for voting on all of our social channels. Uh, Macklemore eight thirty five on Q one hundred five. Good morning. I have a computer screen full of people to get on the air here with us now. It's Eric Chase <laughs> and Floyd. The morning reboot. Please, uh, Floyd. Please say hi to Debbie from Prometica and my new friend, Lynn. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, ladies. Lynn, how many how many shares has the post gotten now? I couldn't even tell you right now. Just a lot. Good. <laughs> a lot. Good. Um, I had seen something that Lynn decided to post. I saw this over the weekend on, on Twitter. Um, and now Lynn is coordinating this effort. Here, can you tell us about it? Well, um, Lynn had seen on, um, this is Debbie, by the way, I'm going to talk for Lynn. Um, she had seen on Facebook a post um, where there was a big gathering at a hospital in Texas. And um, it inspired her to want to do the same thing here. And since um, we all know that uh, Prometica's Bay Park is um, a designated COVID-19 hospital only right now, um, she thought that would be the best place to stage this support show of support to our um, first responders and frontline workers over there and during this time. What, what, what the video was, was a parking lot kind of at twilight filled with cars. And I had no idea what was going on, but it's a parking lot filled with cars. It almost looked like a drive-in kind of thing, but it clearly wasn't. People blinking their lights, honking their horns, playing loud music. And it was all just... Oh my gosh, it was... Awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. And we it was very heartwarming. And we want to do something similar here, right, ladies? Yes. Yes. Okay. And the nice thing about it is um, we also, um, you know, it's, it's good to have um, friends in high places. And um, we have involved the Oregon Police Department. Um, they're going to be there to um, show support. And also, um, the, what is it? What are they called? The Veterans um, yeah. Motorcycle yeah. Club? Yes. Oh, nice. USV Veterans Motorcycle Club also is going to be there, show support. So um, that, along with a bunch of uh, cars in our community, because, of course, we all have to stay um, socially and physically um, um, separated. So um, we're all going to be in our cars, and, you know, I'm sure we can stand outside our cars because, you know, we'll still be at least six and a half feet away from each other. But, um, yeah, so it should be a really good turnout. We're excited about it. Yeah, it's going to happen. Uh, correct me if I get any details wrong, but around 8 o'clock, so we'll arrive earlier Sunday night at the Meyer parking lot in Oregon, right? Yes. Yes. Well, we're asking people to get there um, probably starting around like 7, 7.15, so we can coordinate there. And then... Um, we haven't yet figured it out, but we're going to go um, over there today and kind of look for a route. And we're going to have everyone drive up uh, in the main parking lot and in the front of the hospital there. Um, we're not going to be blocking, you know, any of the um, roads to the emergency room entrance because that's obviously the most important part over there. But sure. um, um, we'll all drive over together. And I have... Um, notified some people in administration over there so they can make sure that they're uh the workers are looking out the windows standing in the front whatever they can do to see what we're um you know showing our support for them there that day yeah it's really a special thing to see i'll make sure that i take some of the links that i've grabbed and put them uh on our q105 facebook page uh debbie anything from a, a if you want from a pro medica perspective that we could share out to the community that some people might be overlooking i know you're not like in hospitals or anything but anything you want to get out there 
No, in fact, I work for the Prometica's um, FOC, which is a financial opportunity center through the um, eBide building there. And we have been doing a lot. All of our coaches are working remotely right now. And um, we are trying to reach out as much as we can to the community. If anybody needs any help, any resources, I know there's a lot of people that have lost their jobs. Um, people are scared. We're um, helping people maneuver through um, workers' comp because that's a big, complicated mess yeah. right now. Um, you know, food stamps, any uh, food insecurities. We are also reaching out to our employees because um, we a lot of ProMedica employees have been affected by this as well. And um, they're um, cutting back on staff because, you know, face-to-face um, -face contact is uh, a really hard thing to do right now. So um, we've been getting flyers out um, on our ProMedica website, <clears throat> excuse me, and our uh, Market on the Green website. Um, I can give you a phone number for anybody to call if they are in need or they um, need some help. It's 567, area code 585-0059. That's our main number. Awesome. Um, and it's also for our employees because uh, ProMedica has actually um, uh, put in some emergency funding um, grant money for our employees that have lost jobs or like they're finding that their kids are at home, they're spending more money. Um, and, you know, things are, budgets are a little tight right now. So they're helping out as much as they can. I'm very proud to be working for ProMedica right now. Awesome. High five to Randy, right? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Randy's awesome. Debbie, Lynn, Lynn, thanks for finding this and uh, and, and being the, the person that orchestrates it Sunday night, um, right in the shadow of Bay Park Hospital, the Meyer in Oregon. Good stuff. I'm going to uh, start sharing stuff out. So thank you, ladies, for joining us this morning. Thank you, Erin. We you. appreciate your support and you sharing this for us. Yeah, as many people as we can get there the better. Thanks, Thank ladies. you, Eric. Have a good morning. All right. You oh, I clipped them off, but... Uh <laughs> I was like, ooh, that was the bro. Sorry, sorry. I mean, hey, when we're working with this, I, I need a little latitude. <laughs> no so, worries. Have have I I've I've showed you the videos of these, right? I've seen the video. Yeah, super cool stuff. Yeah. Like, I had yeah, no yeah. I, I had no idea what I was looking at on Sunday. I'm like, that looks like a really it looks like a drive-in. Oh, that, there's no movie. And then I saw what was happening and, and it's great for Lynn um with Debbie's help from Promatica to want to start this over here, especially over at Bay Park, where one, there is the space with the mire being right there and how mm -hmm. massive that parking lot is. And I know people are no pun I'm sorry, I, it is a play on words, but people are dying to get out and do something besides just run a food errand. And this, yeah. this is a good opportunity. Mm, I'm excited. I hope um, there's video and drone footage. So yeah, yeah, we'll start spreading for those of us who can't make it out there. Um, a couple of more. on Q105. Um, it's Eric and Floyd. Thanks for listening on your smart speaker, Alexa or Google, and you can search Q105 Toledo in the App Store. Hey, uh, <laughs> if you didn't know, Floyd sounds a little different because he's not here. Um, we've gotten like the, there's only just a couple of people in, in our building, like there likely is wherever you are still maybe working. Three people in here now. Really, throughout the day, there's now no more than like two people in the building at a time. So Floyd is at home. We've got some technology to uh, to hook us up. And I got to tell you, and this goes to show you that we get along, we've got good chemistry. And for me, that's more important than in a, in a lot of ways, like content and so many other things. But this, been, this has been a lot smoother than even I expected. Oh, for sure. And don't think of it as like, I'm not there. Think of it as we're keeping it extra local. I'm live and lo on location right. in Uptown Toledo. So 
This is a little like inside the radio station, BTS, behind the scenes. So, you know, when I hit, uh, when I put the board in queue, you know how it splits the speakers? Mm -hmm. So I leave you in queue um, while we're playing songs or commercials. So it's literally like I've got an angel, like, or or some, you're some kind of godlike entity because you're only up in the top right corner of the studio. That's fine. (laughs) I just want you to know that your, your angel was very hungry this morning. I know. I, I, thank God. Yesterday I heard you pooping and flushing. Today, today I hear you crunching. Um, a couple of final entertainment stories. We talked about Eminem. His daughter is now a college graduate. He's happy that she hasn't gotten pregnant, but she has a boyfriend. So that makes us all feel old that she's um, a beautiful, successful young lady who graduated MSU. She's 24 years old. Um, Andy Cohen was back last night. Watch what happens live from his apartment, or uh, yeah, watch what happens live with Andy Cohen at home. Um, Which is weird because he doesn't have an audience anyway. Right, 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 right. Well, so he, like us, is beaming people in with his housewives guests. He asked that they each bring an iconic uh, outward outfit that they've worn during their time on the show to us. Oh, that'll be that's that I like that idea. Remember, he had the virus. Um, so did he? Yeah, he did. He did test positive. I did not know that. And uh, which really sucks because he's got that newborn. Oh, that's right. He is a new dad. Although we have read, or at least it doesn't seem kids are affected by this. Which is, I can't wait till we dig into the to the science of this pathogen and can really break down, you know, who gets it, why some people don't get it, um, and and so many other things. I think with the way it look, it's looking right now, like how it spreads between human, I mean, adults of adults, a lot of work stuff. So maybe that helps with kids and teenagers. Yeah, how kids are at home. Yeah. Yeah, that, that very well could be it. Um, and two movies, in, in addition to the swath of other movies that have been postponed indefinitely, the only thing that hasn't moved this summer is Top, <laughs> is top Gun. And, They're trying to make that damn movie happen still. And the... the the Christopher Nolan movie I'm excited for, Tenant, but Ghostbusters Afterlife with Paul Rudd and Bill Murray, that's been shifted to March 5th of next year from its original July date. And for the second time this week, we mentioned Jared Leto. He's got the Morbius movie. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah, because you've been watching Spider-Man on mm-hmm. Disney+, Plus, right? Yeah, yes, and I understand who that is now. It's part of the Venomverse but uh, he's a vampire named Morbius, and that movie was going to come out in late July, and the latest trailers I've seen have really piqued my interest. That's been moved back to March 19th of next year, but Kevin Hart fans will be pleased to know that Fatherhood will be released earlier than expected. Um, What the hell's Fatherhood? It was going to come out next January. Now it's been moved to October. I don't know. Another Kevin Hart movie that I'm not going to (laughs) see. Oh, Kevin Hart. He's still pumping out those movies, though. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he he tried to play a serious role with the Bryan Cranston movie with the man who was disabled. Oh, that's right. He was his caretaker. Yeah. and His um, assistant. There was all kinds of complaints like, why can't a disabled person play this? And why the black guy got to play the the assistant? Um, You know how I feel about that. People get so mad. I'm like, but he accepted the role, you guys. Right. He's making his judgment. He's making money. There's just two people who I need to... I've never seen a Kevin Hart movie except for Soul Plane because I'm like, that's the kid I went to high school with. How dare you admit of seeing Soul Plane? Um, and I just don't need any more rock movies because each actor does the same kind of movie all the time. And I get people like them, but they're not for me. Like the, the rock, rock, rock? Dwayne Johnson. 
Okay. Well, you know, I like I like The Rock, so I, I can't sit there and I, dog him. I like him too, but... And I get it. Keep doing... What, what are you good at? And do it all the time. Do it as much as you possibly can. But his movies are, what, like Jumanji types. Whatever this movie is coming out with Emily Blunt in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Ju- oh, yeah. Jungle Cruise? Like, how is that different from Jumanji? Here's the thing about The Rock. We're only going to go see his bicep and that smile that only God could create. Right. It's God a, bless him. Or him in a car flying out of a building. Whatever. In that eyebrow thing he does. <laughs> that was wrestling. Okay, yes. That was wrestling yes. stuff. All uh, the rock movies are like, you're correct. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, uh, I've, I've put a pretty, you know, sizable list together and I'm going to go head off to Target and I will be socially distant. Um, enjoy the I'm rest. I'm about to go make bacon. <laughs> enjoy the rest of your day. I'll talk to you later, okay? Goodbye, sir. All right. Floyd on Floyd Street for the uh, podcast. Text Eric to 419 240 1055.